It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. Season 4, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. What's up, Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast? This is Josh Buckley coming at you with my Punk Rock Reflection for this week. It's my turn. Uh, Mike handled the last reflection. I'm on this one. I wanted to talk a little bit. You know, I've talked about this year how I'm kind of using my Punk Rock Reflection to talk about um, my first year as an assistant principal, right? So again, this is my first year as an assistant principal. I'm an assistant principal at an elementary school in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, and I kind of want to talk about something that's that's been really helpful for me the last couple years. And, and I say that because I was on one path as an educator. I was a classroom teacher. I was president of my teacher's union. Um, and I was on a path to maybe leave the classroom and, and go do that work. Um, but I had some conversations with some folks, moved in a different direction, found myself and my passion again for, you know, education and schools and and kind of like being in the building and found myself doing the job in a different capacity, um, went on to become a Title I specialist and now an assistant principal at an elementary school. And so for me, I, I want to talk a little bit about the idea of having that mentor or that sounding board or that, you know, that coach or whatever you want to call it to kind of, you know, that you can talk to and work through things with. And for me, that's happened a couple different times in my life when I found that person um, in my teaching experience, right? Who that person has been. And, and I think for any educator, no matter where you're at, if you're in the classroom, you're a first year teacher, you're a veteran teacher, you're an assistant principal, you're a principal, whatever it is, I think it's really helpful to find that person. So for me, it's happened a couple different times through my career. Early on in my career, um, I had a mentor uh, in the union, right? Like someone who was there, got me involved, took me to meetings, um, kind of showed me, you know, what it meant to be an advocate for schools and education and funding. And, and, and that person was a classroom teacher, just like me, right down the hall, invited me to come to a local meeting, got me involved. I worked on bargaining, all of these things, just because, you know, I found that person who connected with me that that we could we could talk about education we could talk about these things you know as, as teachers we get frustrated about funding and all these other things and that was someone one of those first mentors I had and then throughout my career I've always had people I could talk to about the profession and I think the times when I was the least satisfied with being a teacher or when I found myself sort of not you know loving the job and thinking about doing something different is when I didn't have that person or that group of people. Um, I taught at high school for a little while and I had one of the best departments. Um, great people. Um, we got along together. We ate lunch together. We hung out together. We talked about school and life and and challenged each other to be better. We showed each other the things we were doing in the classroom. And I had that. And, and that was one of my best teaching experiences is when I had that sort of great 
you know, group of people. And then I moved to another campus and I had that person was one of my department chairs and we were able to talk and not always about school, but we had those conversations where we could talk about what was going on. What were we doing next? And he and I discussed, you know, like, what do we do next? You know, or, 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 you know, he was talking about going into administration, um, I was starting my master's, my second master's in administration. We were having those conversations. Um, and those conversations are really helpful. For me, one of those conversations I had was with a, um, a former teacher, someone I've known for a long time who was working in the union. And this is when I was really trying to figure out what my next step was. I knew that I was going to term out as president of the teachers union. And I I really didn't know what direction I wanted to go. And I had talked a lot to my wife about like, you know, I don't know that I want to leave schools. What do I do? And I, then I had this conversation with someone I've known for a really long time. I've worked with for a long time. She was, you know, someone I would consider a mentor in, in that way. And we talked about what it meant to leave the classroom and go do that work, go do union work. That's what she was doing at the time. And I talked to her several times about it, and and really it came down to those conversations, having that person to work through things with, you know, led me to to just really see if and, and try to find what I loved about school again, because I was conflicted. I didn't think that I wanted to leave the building and leave schools and leave, you know, being an educator in the sense of working at a on a campus behind, and so. Those conversations really helped me decide that, you know what, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I want to leave school. I think I want to, I think I want to stay here. I want to work with kids. I still want to be in the building and, and do those things. And those conversations were were really helpful to me. And then I've been lucky enough, you know, for the last two and a half years to work with a principal who has really filled that role for me again, that mentor, you know, I did my internship with her. She's been a principal for 11 years. Um, I interned with her during my master's. I worked as her title one specialist and now I'm working as her, her assistant principal. And she's someone that I can have those conversations with that. I can go, how do I work through this? What do you do when this happens? Right? Cause no matter what, at different times in your career, it's, it's, you know, how do I have this conversation with this parent when you're a teacher, right? You've got a kid who's not doing their homework. How do I have that conversation with a parent? Or how do I, you know, make a lesson that's engaging? Or how do I do these things? I'm not quite sure how to get kids to pay attention. Those conversations early on are helpful. When you when you move into the part of your career where you're trying to find out what's next, those conversations of like, hey, what did you do? Where do you see me? What do you see my strengths as? What do you think I can do? Those are really good conversations to have. And, and I've been able to do that the last two and a half years with, with my, you know, my principal and really have those conversations. And I, this is all prompted because, you know, we, we went out after work at, on uh, last week and really talked about, you know, the future and where I'm at and, you know, what, what are my next steps? And, being able to talk with someone who is, you know, that, that person with experience who can answer those questions that you can have a conversation with, who knows you, knows your strengths as an educator, as a leader, and really can have that honest conversation with you is incredibly helpful. So I, I would encourage you to find that person, no matter where you're at in your career. If you've been a principal for a long time, 
find that person who challenges you and who tries to get you to to to, to step up your game. If you're a if you're a new teacher, find that other teacher that can give you those tips and tricks that can can tell you the ins and outs of campus. If you're a veteran teacher, find that new teacher who's in that they have new ideas, they're coming fresh out of school, they've tried new things, they've seen a different way to teach the material. Work with them, find those things. Connect with that person. And I think for people like me who are in this transition from classroom to, to you know, leadership role on a campus, having that principle with that experience that you can connect with is really important. And sometimes that's hard. I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in a really big district with a whole bunch of principals and, and we have an opportunity to see each other at meetings and talk and, and, and see each other and, and, and all of that. And I'm really lucky to have that person as my current administrator. Not everybody has that in their building. They may not feel comfortable with that role. They may not be close to that person. Um, but I've been lucky enough to have that. And, and I think like for me, as I, as I move into whatever phase of my career is next, if it's a building principle, um, then I'm going to need those conversations even more. I'm going to need that mentorship and that coaching and that help and that person to bounce things off of and share ideas with and work things out with even more. And so building those connections, Mike and I talk about it all the time, building your scene, building your community. And if we really think about it, that connection and that community, that elder statesperson, maybe that's not the, the best way to say it, but you know, finding that person who's been in the scene, who knows where to go when the pit gets rough, who knows the best part of the stage to watch the show from, who knows what time to get to the venue, those things are important, and it's important to talk to that that person and find that person can, who can help guide and mentor you through this. So that's my punk rock reflection today. You know, a little bit about how this year I've had the opportunity to work with someone who's pushed me, who's challenged me, who's, you know, let me know where my strengths are, my weaknesses are, and who's, you know, really guided me over the last two and a half years, you know, in leadership, in school leadership. I've had leadership positions before as, as that teacher of that union and running that organization, but that was a lot of people work. It wasn't a lot of kid work. And so finding that person, that, that mentor to help me through that has, has been really important and really key this year and last year for me and my role. So it's Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. It wouldn't be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I didn't share what I've been listening to. So it just came out last week. Uh, it dropped on Friday. Um, the band is XL Life is the name of the band. So XL Life is the band. And the album is, oh man, what is the name of this album? It is, this is good podcast stuff right here. The name of the album is called The Boogie Down South. It's XL Life, The Boogie Down South. Hardcore, but it starts off with like contemporary jazz in the intro. It's fantastic. There's some groove, there's some beats, there's some cowbell, all with this sort of hardcore punk tinge to it. It's fantastic. Go check it out. Uh, remember, you can find the show at punkrockclassrooms.com. You can follow us on all your favorite podcast apps, whether that's Apple or Google or Spotify. Rate us, review us, all those good things. Uh, you can follow me and Mike, my awesome co-host, and the show on social media. We all have the same um, the same handles, whether you're on Twitter or Instagram. So the show is at Punk Classrooms. You can find me at Josh R. Buckley, and you can find my punk rock pal, uh, Mike Earnshaw, at Mike Earnshaw. 
our Earnshaw. So go find those, chat us up, let us know what you're listening to, let us know how your year's going. Uh, We'd love to have those conversations. All right, folks, take care, and we'll see you at the show. I'm going for a walk. podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com we'll see you on the next episode